Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with part two of our hardcore journalism. We're going to be exploring the world of Hollywood, talking about some celebrities who we think should be canceled, um, and we'll play a little game at the very end. Before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So not really me, but I guess the Ontario as a whole. We finally have a reopening plan. Um, it is expected by June 14th, we will finally be able to have non-essential retails open. This is not things that are located inside a mall that do not have an exterior entrance. This is things like Home Depot and Rona and all those places that have made you order online and pick up for the last couple of weeks, months. How long have we been in this lockdown? I don't know anymore. Time is a social construct, okay? Yeah, especially being unemployed now. I honestly do not know what day of the week it is. Every day is blending into the same day. Well, I will tell you now, I am employed and every day blends together. Yeah. But on the bright side, we can have outdoor gatherings of up to five people now. So nice. That's something. And by the time this podcast comes out, things are probably going to be more open and life might be returning back to normal very soon. So we'll see. here's hoping. Our second doses are scheduled for September. So we're kind of missing a lot of the summer. But I mean, we'll be there for the fall and winter. We'll we'll go big. Yeah. Even though fall and winter in Canada is like cold, very cold. You think you'll ever like go back back to normal, like clubs and everything again? Not this year. Next year? Maybe next year. Maybe by like summer of next year. I don't know. I feel uncomfortable in places right? with a lot of people. I feel like I'm going to have, like, PTSD or something now. Yeah. Like, everyone around you, no mask, like, up in your personal space, no more six feet apart thing. I would prefer if clubs started opening up six feet apart. I'd love that. Like. <laughs> and if you had to make a reservation. Oh, my so gosh. Amazing. Anyways, um, maybe we'll have a normal summer. Uh even okay so they're saying that like when you get your first dose within 21 days you should have like 80 to 90 percent immunity built up and then the second dose is like a three to five percent top off top up and it's supposed to make it such that it lasts longer like you're protected for a longer period of time hmm. so it's really like the first dose that is like the big one which is why like cases in ontario dropping so rapidly nice yeah um and I heard that you get more side effects, though, from the second one. Like, they're more severe. Yeah. Apparently, for AstraZeneca, it's the opposite. Like, if you got really bad side effects for the first one, you're, like, you're not going to get a lot for the second one. I feel like you'd rather that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I would rather want. Ideally, no side effects. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know last week you had this theory about that if people had COVID in the past, they were more likely to get worse side effects from the vaccine. Has that been proven true? Only two people I know had COVID. Three people I know had COVID and then they got the vaccine. Only one of them had really bad side effects. The other two, they were perfectly fine. They did have like really weird side effects, like really sore body, sore knees. Um, <laughs> And fever for like the first couple days but it went away so not bad did not go through COVID again but okay maybe it's like they had it like right before they got the vaccine fair so it's like new to their body but the other person like she had it a year ago okay so I guess add us on Twitter if you've had COVID in the not last few months but have gotten your vaccine the last few months yeah how are you? Wrong. yeah Give us a big sample size. Yeah. Three people is not enough. Are you yeah. drinking milk? No, this is not milk. This is protein. This is the premier protein thing. Oh. The, it's it's a protein shake. I'm not drinking milk. I do, however, drink. A, I can sit down and drink a glass of milk and it's not weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> Your brother does it too. Yeah, and I, I think it's weird too. 
just because he does it it's still weird i think you're the weird one like it's a very iconic you know like picture perfect moment in cinema where like someone's sitting down with a glass of milk and they're just drinking it at the kitchen table anyways um what is your update update? (laughs) (laughs) um okay so five years ago we changed our locks we decided to get a kind of like a number pad lock like where you just put the numbers in instead but just in case the battery dies they give you two keys and i was like oh okay two keys mom nick like my brother you take it i don't need it but then my mom yeah so i gave the key to my mom and then i gave the key to my brother they both lost the keys my mom claims i never gave her anything nick claims the exact same thing and then there we were literally a week after we got our new keys we lost them and then today when i was cleaning the house i found one um and uh we were basically risking it these past five years basically if our batteries died or if we got hacked somehow we'd be we'd be fucked but uh go us not bad my update that's hilarious i can't believe you lasted that long i feel like your whole family has the exact same personality what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, whatever you see on the podcast as your personality is it the exact personality that you have and what your family has. Yeah. I I, I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> you're just ve- you're all just very similar people, I guess. Like you all just were like, oops, lost it all at the same time, and then just was like, you know what? YOLO. <laughs> Let's risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny. So, like, my friend Gabby, who was a guest on the podcast, she used to come over a lot. Like, we'd work out together. Um, and, like, she'd work out, like, late with us. So, like, it was at the time my mom, me and my brother would be home. Like, we'd all be in the kitchen. And she was, like, my favorite moments were when all three of you guys were in the kitchen and you guys were just arguing and fighting. And then I would just sit there and watch. It's so nice to see, like, a circus come together. And I was like, what the hell? that me okay um i had something i wanted to say for my beef or crush of the week or something in relation to that but i can't remember now so i'm hoping asking you what your beef or crush of the week is going to jog my memory so back at you i think my crush right now is olivia rodrigo but like i said that guy rule was my crush and he was 18 olivia rodrigo i actually like crush on crush on her but I love her music right now. Well, I only like the really one song, like Good For You, because it reminds me of Misery Business. Song slaps. It's a banger. The rest of the album I have not listened to yet, but it's great. I'm going to assume it's great. You I didn't like it. I, yeah, I didn't. I, you, sent, you told me to listen to it, and I didn't really like it. I like Driver's License. Um, I like it was fine like I think it eventually got overplayed but I did like somewhat like it and like a lot of bands and covers of it and I was like oh I like the covers of it um but my whole thing is that like she's like the next Taylor Swift mm-hmm. I love it Taylor Swift cried so that Olivia could sob PM um Twitter not for me that's not original don't quote me yeah, Maggie said that to me, and I was like, oh my god, that's so clever. And then she's like, and then immediately after, she's like, don't quote me. This wasn't for me. This was from Twitter. <laughs> I want I want people to know that I'm original. I would never steal jokes. Yeah, that's good. Good for you. Thank you. Also, you, your allergies, right? You do not have yes, COVID. I do not have COVID. <laughs> Last episode, too, I was also sneezy. Um Yes, I was out all day today, so it's been Pollen City. Damn, my allergies haven't been that bad so far, but I think I might be like a late spring allergen person. Mm. I sneezed today five times in a minute. Oh God! I think, I think that was a lot, and I had to go inside to take a break <laughs> from sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to stop right now. <laughs> cool. Um. Thank you for filling that time because I just remembered mine. (laughs) So mine's not really a beef of the week or a crush of the week, but it's kind of just like a funny story I'm telling on behalf of Jordan, I guess. So Jordan had a very bad day, uh, bad day, day and a half, I guess, like a week or two weeks ago. His aunt came down um, 
to stay at his dad's because her dog needed to get surgery in the morning. So Jordan was like, okay, let me give you my only key. And my brother has the other one who lives probably like 45 to an hour away. So there's no way that he would be able to drive over on like a Wednesday, Thursday night to like drop off a key or something. Okay, so Jordan was like, hey, I'm selling things right now and I need you to leave the back door open if you end up leaving the house because I need to get in to make that, you know, Kijiji transaction. So he goes over there expecting her to be home because she never mentioned that she was leaving to find that the door is locked and no side door, nothing is open. And he's like, well, come on, like I told you to leave it open and now I have to tell this guy to come later. And he basically drove over there for nothing. But he's like, okay, I'm annoyed, whatever, I'll let it go. And then he goes back to his house to wait. And it's around dinner time now. He's like, okay, I'm going to make some food. Um, And then his aunt texts him like, hey, can you order me a pizza? And Jordan's like, well, like I just made a bunch of pasta. So why don't I just bring you some of that instead? And she's like, okay. So he brings it over to her. Um, They chat for a bit and he leaves. And then later she's like, well, I didn't mean for you to order me a pizza. The pasta was really good, but I just meant to give me phone numbers of pizza places to call because I don't know uh, of any places here. Not, but the way that it was worded, it was worded as, can you bring me, can you like, can you buy me a pizza or can you get me a pizza or something like that? Like, no way was it asking for a phone number or anything. So Jordan's like, okay, like, whatever. Like, she's fed. She has food. So it's around 12 o'clock at night now. And Jordan hears banging at the door. Like, just like, you know, when, like, police are at your door or something, they're trying to get your attention. Like, ringing the doorbell a bunch of times, 1230 in the morning. Jordan goes downstairs and sees his, uh, his aunt with her dog being like, hey, I locked myself outside of the out of the house. So I decided to walk over here. And because that was Jordan's only key and there was no other keys within like an hour's time, she had to stay over at uh, Jordan's mom's. And then because her dog had surgery at 730 in the morning and she didn't have she couldn't get inside the house and she didn't have access to her car keys, Jordan had to drive the dog to surgery at seven o'clock in the morning. And that And like, so he did that. But then that night, he also dropped his phone onto the floor and finally smashed a screen. I say finally as a whole separate thing. I'll go into that after. But um, yeah, so he cracked his his phone screen. Luckily, he was getting a new one. So like it wasn't the end of the world. Um, But after he took the dog to the vet, he went to like, he had to call like a locksmith. And then when the locksmith came like he's like oh this is my dad's place um like here's proof and everything but then his aunt started saying something and then the locksmith didn't believe that it was actually their place or something so then they had to go like uh get more proof or whatever and then finally it was resolved the aunt sounds like a hot mess how old is she i think she's in her maybe 60s jesus yeah but it was basically a terrible 24 hours for Jordan. I found it kind of funny just because it was just like one bad thing, like compounded on top of each other. Is this mom's side or dad's side? Dad's side. So there's this whole thing right now. Uh, not a thing on TikTok, but it's like how people are like, oh, ew. Um, because I have a brother now I'm gonna be referred to as like the aunt on my dad's side and everyone knows like the aunts on dad's sides are always fucking crazy is that actually a thing uh there's like been a couple videos I saw on TikTok and I was like this is so true all the aunts on my dad's side are pretty weird yeah my dad has one sister and she's a little she's a little nuts right so now I'm like fuck I'm the aunt on my on the dad's side now (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, yeah, because... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the crazy aunt. Fuck. I mean, technically, you already have two nephews. Yeah, now I'm like the crazy one. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for you to bring your nephew's misery. (laughs) (laughs) But also, to any of my aunts and my cousins watching this, your mom is not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
This just applies to Maggie and Maggie alone. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the whole bright side for me from all of this, this terrible time that Jordan had was that he finally got a, like he got a new phone. And because he smashed his screen, he got a screen protector and a case, even though I've been literally begging him for the last year to get a screen protector and a case because he was going to drop his phone. Remember how you saw his phone and you saw there was no case on it? You're like, okay, Mr. Moneybags or something. Oh, yeah, I roasted him. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I remember this. He's just like, it just looks like so much better. It's so much better without a screen protector. Yeah, it's so much better cracked without a screen protector or a case. The the high school aesthetic. Yeah. I could never do that. I dropped my phone once and I was like, I paid $200 to get my phone screen fixed. Never okay. again. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Anyways, that was my long-winded story. I like it. Thanks. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry for your loss. I will pour one out for you. Yeah. I'm so happy. Good. It was just only bonuses on my end, though. What? <laughs> Anyways, moving on to today's topic. We're going to be going over some celebrity gossip. The the 411 up in Hollywood. Well, things that should have been the 411, but, like, for some reason, it's been, like, dusted up, put underneath the carpet. No one talk about it anymore. We're done. That just goes to show. People, the... When you got some money, you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about grooming in Hollywood. Uh, I know, like, with the Me Too movement, it's come out that a lot of older men and, like, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. With the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, older women, like, sex trafficking. I mean, sorry, older men, sex trafficking kind of thing. But we don't really talk about the reverse. Like, the whole women grooming men thing. And it's, like, it's kind of a weird double standard. Like, yes, it's bad when the man does it to a woman. But, like, when the woman does it to a man, like, no one talks about it example our beautiful boy aaron taylor johnson he was 17 when he worked in the movie with his then i believe she was like 42 years old um she groomed the shit out of him because she already had kids she was already married and now they're together after like 20 years um and they also have kids and they seem like they're happy but it's also like you're taking advantage of this like impressionable young boy like what does he know the only relationship they should have had is like Danny DeVito and Matilda or the girl who played Matilda where she, where, well, he basically treated her as his own daughter. Yeah. That should have been their relationship. If like, it, she should have been like a motherly figure to him, not a sexual figure to him. Yeah, it's, oh, I feel like, like I get it. 18 is like the age of when you become an adult and everything. But I think like, you literally just became an adult. Like you literally like just enter the world. You're trying to figure yourself out. And I think it's like kind of horrible for this like 40 year old person to swoop in and take advantage of you. Just because someone turns 18 doesn't make like, there's not an automatic switch in their brain where it's like, well, I'm an adult now. Like they are the exact same person as they were when they were 17. Like it, yeah. the only difference is like a day. The whole thing with like counting down when Mary Kate and Ashley were going to turn 18 years old, the whole Billie Eilish turning 18 thing. <laughs> it's it's the exact same thing where it's like, yes, they're 18. And I guess legally the, you they like you are not considered a pedo for uh, liking them or sexualizing them. But obviously you are still doing it before. And the fact that they're 18 now does not make it any better if you're counting down and waiting for it to happen and like yes law like it's the law right like legally yes it's okay it's fine now but like the intent is still wrong um yeah like why couldn't you get someone your own age that's the real question here why are you preying on the young impressionable people why do you want to take advantage of them? You should have been like mentoring them, especially like in a when she was in a power position, when she was the director, you should have been guiding him, leading him, not like actually being like a predator to him. Gross. Yeah, because that's basically what she is. Yeah, and I like that it's now kind of coming out. Like I know it's everywhere on TikTok, um, but back when it happened, like everyone was just like, oh, okay, this is normal, whatever, no big deal. And we see this repeat itself too with two people out of the One Direction band. 
um, Harry Styles, Liam Payne, both of these women were older than them. Carolyn Flack was, I believe, the host of X Factor at the time. And Cheryl was a judge on X Factor when Liam was on. Ooh, what do you think was happening behind the scenes? Yeah, when Liam was on X Factor the second time when he became part of One Direction, I think he was only like 16, 17, too. And like, I don't want to say like maybe they had their eye on him then, but like, I like, like, I, I don't know, right? Like, you, like, what, like, was it skewed by the fact that they thought he was attractive? Like, I mean, the whole thing is like, it's a power play, like, whether it's men or women, like, it's the whole thing that you have control over someone because they're younger and like they're more like amendable to you and you could like mold them into the person that you want them to be. But you can't really do that with people who are like your age or slightly older. It happened to, um, you know, that show Victorious, um, the girl who played Jade, Liz yeah. Gillies. She's amazing. I love her. But she just got married and the guy she married is like, she met him when she was 17 on Victorious. He was a producer of that show. He was at the time 37, I think. There's a 20-year age gap. They met when she was 17. And super weird, super creepy, I think, that he knew her when he was when she was a teenager. Oh, and I think I saw this. I don't know if this is true or not, but Leonardo DiCaprio knew his girlfriend when she was like a little girl, like teenager or something. Like they, he was friends with her parents. This is true. You're nodding along. This is true. Yeah, I read about it too. Like I don't, I can't confirm or deny because I am not part of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or this girl's family. But yeah, he As was the spokesperson. Wanted Do you confirm or deny? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. But Did you have sexual relations with this woman. <laughs> Ooh, should I use that last episode? <laughs> but. He, yeah, I was like reading about the fact that he would be around like I think he was best friends with the dad or something. So he would always be around the house when she was little. And then oh, when she turned god. 23 or something, they started dating. Oh god, he was waiting. Yeah, that's the whole thing. The, like that's the most like messed up part about like, I think all of this. It's the fact that like, are they like, are they waiting? Like, are they waiting for the fact for them to turn legal to actually start dating them or did it start happening before and it just never became publicized you know what i'm thinking about now because like the friends reunion is coming out soon monica and richard like mm. he was fr best friends with her dad he was her uh ortho obstetrician i think optometrist uh, yeah um let's see orthodontist anyways yeah, he knew her when she was a teenager. Granted, she was a fat girl, but still, like, predator. He was married, had kids, daughters the same age, and no one else thought it... Okay, people did think it was weird, I think, but they still accepted the relationship. And I think it's more acceptable for... I, I don't know. Is it more acceptable for an older man to date a younger, like, female? Or is it more acceptable for an older female to date a younger man? I mean, I think with the media, it's more, it's definitely way more acceptable for the older man to be dating younger women, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. Neither, neither of these are acceptable. Like, I think if, like, in some cases, like, if the man is, like, 70 years old and the woman's, like, 50 years old or, like, vice versa, like, that's whatever. Um, but if it's something where the guy or the girl is four years old and the other person is, like, 20 years old or younger, or even like 25, like, there, it's just such a weird, like, power imbalance that exists. Yeah, between like, those, like, between those ages, like, you have so much to grow and live and everything. And the thing of like, going back to the whole female grooming thing is that people think it's cool. Like, if a teacher has like, relations with a student, they're all like, Oh, like, good for the student for getting some with their hot teacher or something. Like they never really like it's starting to be better, but they never really treat it as something that's like, no, actually, this is uh, she, like, she's a predator. Like this. Mm. This isn't just like a fantasy or something like she preyed on him. She like groomed him. But everyone's like, which is the whole other thing where it's like male like sexual assault victims and assault victims don't really come forward because of this whole thing and the stigma as well. So like, for example, if um, 
what was his name that was 17 the oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson yeah if Aaron came forward and was like hey like I was groomed at 17 everyone be like okay that's really sad and everything but like one few days later it'd be over like yeah. barely any sympathies like everyone would be like oh she's so hot like you should be lucky that you ended up with someone like that and all the other stuff oh sorry like another example you know the prime prime minister or the president of france emile oh. something oh isn't he dating like an older woman or something he's married to his kindergarten teacher wait what yeah goodbye gross what and i think he's like 30 something and she's like 50 something but like apparently they didn't reconnect until later when she was like oh my god i remember when you wet your pants when you were in kindergarten that was really hot <laughs> i remember that one time where i had to change your pants for you yeah oh. Oh, i still think about that <laughs> gets me going um i think that brings a good point like to your earlier point where like the teacher and stuff i find that like like high school girls too if you're like 16 or something you think you're like super cool when an older guy is interested in you and you kind of flaunt it but like girls out there if you're 14 and the guy you're talking to is 18 no do not brag about this this is bad this boy is predator leave report him don't report i mean do whatever you want because like we we accept all situations here but like don't don't go thinking that like you're cool this guy is like not good yeah and i think like you might think that oh like he just thinks you're older this is like a one-time case kind of thing and like it's never that yeah. it's like you, you might just be the first person that uh he or she dates that is like slightly younger when i say slightly i mean like you're 16 or 15 like that but then the next person could be even younger than you are and it's like you're just per helping perpetuate the cycle for this person this older person and like getting him or her to like prey on like younger and younger people yeah just because he says you're so mature and not like the other girls don't don't believe it that's manipulative yeah and i think that's great because it's like yeah that would have been great for the uh high school episode too or like mm. what you would tell younger younger you kind of thing yeah I, I guess at least equality you know men grooming women and women grooming men uh, <laughs> the kind of equality we love to see in the world yeah exactly you know we just want everyone to <laughs> equally groom <laughs> yeah I, we say that sarcastically please don't take us for our word um so the next thing that we kind of wanted to talk about was Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, and Britney Spears. What do they kind of have in common? Uh, they were all child stars who were basically forced into Hollywood early on and then ended up having some kind of breakdown and often having to go to rehab. So Amanda Bynes, pretty famous story. I can't even remember, like late 2000s, early 2010-ish area where... She started tweeting like really strange things on uh, Twitter. Uh, we will include a picture here. Very strange things. And then everyone was like, oh, like what happened to her? She was such like a girl next door type of person. All of these, like all of these women were. And then eventually she checked into rehab. She like had some issues with drugs. Um, I think she also went to like a mental health institution where I think she was diagnosed with either schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. I think both. Yeah. And it basically came out that her mother or her parents were for basically forcing her to go into acting and she didn't really like any of the roles or the jobs that she had I think she only like enjoyed like one of the things that she did and like she just didn't want to do it anymore um with Lindsay Lohan you know similar kind of story girl next door um eventually big drug issue tons of stints in rehab and everything um and now i think she has a reality tv show in mykonos she does get it queen yeah i feel like she does but i mean like now she's mostly like out of the news hasn't been really talked about in the last few years but like 
back when we were younger, she was like one of the role models. Like she was, she was in everything back in the day. Yeah. I think Hollywood kind of has like that it girl of the year or something. Mm-hmm. Like girl who's like so cute, so wholesome. They're going to cast her in every like teen movie kind of thing. You're going to see her name and face everywhere you go until we decide that she's too old and we bring in the next one. Yeah. Which is so terrifying because like being the it girl is like probably so much pressure too. Like most recent example is like Jennifer Lawrence. Like, do you remember when Jennifer Lawrence was like so big where she was in everything and she was just like this quirky, like personality type thing, relatable relatable and all that stuff. Like everyone loved her. She like, she won awards after awards. She was always the one cast in movies. And now she's basically like dropped off and disappeared. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like, is that because she wanted to or because like Hollywood was like, hey, we need to move on to someone younger? I think a little bit of both. I'll be honest. I mean, I know she's still in movies now and she's still like a big name, which is great. But I think Hollywood is moving on right now. I don't know who is the current it girl. I want to say no, actually. My bet is on someone who's blonde and white. Margot Robbie. She was also pretty famous. Mm-hmm. when suicide squad came out i think she was like pretty big then too but now she's like not in a lot of stuff anymore i think like they kind of start off being the it girl but then they get more creative control and more freedom yeah uh, with what project they can work on because yeah. margot robbie is like a badass like she's producing so many movies directed like she's great yeah which is like kind of the benefit of being the it girl Where it's like you, it does open up doors and it does, like, there's a lot of opportunities that come with that kind of fame. But Mm -hmm. then at the same time, like, if you let all the pressure and everything go to your head, you end up with the Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears kind of issues. You know, I feel like never really got justice. And, like, she's such a sweetheart now. Like, Drew Barrymore, Mm -hmm. she got into acting at a very young age, I think. And, like, her... Like, she had to go to rehab when she was, like, 13 years old. Like, that's fucked up. And, like, her parents, like, never really cared about her. And um, I think they were the ones who, like, forced her to go into acting, actually. And a lot of, like, older male celebrities were seen partying with her. And basically, like, if you were seen partying with, like, an eight-year-old, like, something something weird going down, you know? She um, was so famous when she was a little girl. Yeah. And she got into drugs and alcohol. Like, holy shit, like, bad parents. And I think, um, what's the director's name? Steven Spielberg ended up being her godfather and, like, taking care of her for a little bit. I only saw the part where she has a talk show host now. And they were saying, like, hey, we have a surprise for you. Um, Like, he's someone, like, you really love. um, Someone who's great. And then she was, like, and then she found out who it was and she was kind of introducing him and she was like this is the man the first person who ever cared about me and she was crying and stuff and he came out i've only seen clips of drew barrymore crying on her show but she's really sweet because when she cries i want to cry but she's great yeah we kind of forget about her childhood because she's so like well adjusted and like normal mm-hmm. now and like the fact that no one really talks about the whole like eight-year-old bless okay. you eight-year-olds in doing like partying doing drugs checking into rehab and somehow that was like that was good like yes I know she reformed and everything by the time that she was like 18 20 years old but like what the heck like what kind of childhood is that where you grow up that quickly have people who don't really care I like I I can't like I hate that it's like brushed under the rug too. Like, I don't know how much she talks about it even now, but the fact that like it happened to her and like we just get over it because, oh, she's fine now. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder how many other celebrities are going through this now too. Like how many young child stars out there? Like, I know there's a lot of laws in place now, but I don't know. Like there's still so much that we don't know, but we still see like history is going to repeat itself, right? Yeah. Yeah like what's his name like McCulkin oh Macaulay Macaulay calls home alone yes him where his parents like stole like so much of his money um and like the fact that he also went to rehab and then like finally like now he's becoming like better like he's understanding himself he's only choosing the things that he wants to work on and everything but like Mm -hmm. his parents I think stole so much money from him 
I think same happened with Shia LaBeouf too. Yes. Man, like this, the list just keeps growing. Like the more that we talk about this, there's just like more and more names that we're adding. I think there are like a couple good child stars out there, but even then, like I'm sure they had to go through some sort of messed up stuff too. Like Scarlett Johansson, I think like maybe her parents are great. Like I don't know what's going on there, but she's like fiercely very private about her life, mm-hmm. which I think is great. So I don't know what kind of abuse she had to go through, but I remember her being the it girl for a little bit. She still kind of is, too. Yeah. I think, like, Black Widow blew her up a little bit more. Yeah. I think that was her first, like, really big role. Yeah. Um, sure. So with, like, Britney Spears and everything, just to finish off the list, like, the whole whatever's happening with her father and the conservatorship? Conservatorship? Conservator? Conservator, where he basically controls all of her money and everything that she does because they're saying that she's unstable uh because of like what happened back in what like 2008 2009 yeah and like she got sexualized at such a young age too Mm -hmm. like i think toxic came out or like no hit me baby one more time she was 16 or 17 in that music video i remember there so there's an interview circulating right now on instagram of her on david letterman no not david letterman he's creepy too uh, but there's a show where they're saying like, oh, you know, everyone keeps talking about like your breasts, right? And at the time she was 16 and she was like, what? My breast? She is 16 years old. Why are people talking about her boobs? That's gross. This just goes back to the whole countdown till you're 18 situation all over again. Yikes. Yeah. And it's just like, she's had to deal with so much. Like I don't like back then when like she shaved her head and she like, the paparazzi was like, oh, she's crazy now and everything. And I was like, yeah, like, she's crazy. And I remember, like, all the people, like, in my elementary school, like, making fun of her and being like, oh, leave Britney alone. Like, remember, that was such a huge thing. Um, But now, like, knowing the backstory, like, what she was dealing with and what she's still dealing with now, and, like, I'm not, like, I would have done way worse. Right. And I think, like, they were criticizing her for having her baby in the front seat with her or something. And then I think when you look back at it, it's like she couldn't even get into her car. Like the only way she could get in because the paparazzi was like flocking her car was through the front seat. And she was like, it's, it's too dangerous for me to even try to buckle in my baby right now. I have to just stay here until like they leave. And they never did. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like, I don't know if paparazzi have gotten better the last few years when then in like the early 2000s and stuff, but like they were pretty brutal to her. Yeah. And I know Brittany was saying on Instagram too, like she, she can't even watch the documentary because it's like, it's kind of painful for her. Um, And that's, that's pretty sad. She seems so like bubbly and happy on social media. And it's like, you don't want this like beautiful queen to be hurting. Yeah, and I wish we didn't attack her so viciously, like, back in the day. Because mm-hmm. you never know. You never know what people have going on under the surface, you know? Yeah. And you brought up Megan Fox as well. Yeah, I was saying, like, she got same thing with kind of a lot of them. When she was the it girl for a little bit, she fell from grace, like, very hard. I think the second she kind of called out Michael Bay, I think, because he was known to be like kind of creepy, like zooming in on her like that, like in all her shots. And I think he had cast her when she was 15 to be like some sort of like sexualized like house party girl when she was 15. Um, he called him out or something, said he was like basically Hitler or something on set. And she got blacklisted from Hollywood for that. Um, and she had to come out and apologize. And it was like, you see her going on like the press releases and stuff. And everyone was just being like super shitty to her. And she would, like, talk about her experiences on set, like, what she went through when people were sexualizing her. And people were like, ooh, that's hot. And it's just like, what the heck? What is going on here? And people got mad at her for not speaking out during Me Too because she's, like, they were like, okay, well, you spoke about it in the past. Like, why not just, like, kind of rehash it or reopen this topic? And she's like, she was basically like, no. Like, because she kind of, like, outed him before Me Too happened. Mm-hmm. Or, like, before it was mainstream. Yeah. I think, like, looking back at all her quotes, she's always been, like, very progressive, I think. Very liberal. Like, very feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, And don't misquote me, but I vaguely remember her saying, like, 
even when she said things that were very pro-feminist, she felt like she didn't fit in with like the feminist people because they rejected her because they were like, oh, you're the it girl. You're supposed to be like the sexy one. Like you have no right to be a feminist or something like that. And she was like, feminists don't accept me. Like, I don't, I don't really have a place. I don't fit in with anyone. Yeah. And I think like the whole thing where she like, because she became so sexualized in media, the like, she was no long like she's not that person but somehow like everyone was like okay well the way that she is in movies is how she is in real life Mm -hmm. but like in real life she's like this like modest like very like private i guess like not very like i don't know i don't know how to say this without like basically the exact opposite of what she portrays in movies but because everyone thinks that she's a sex icon they only see her as that and they can't see past like her movie persona to be something else because she's also very attractive it's like oh like of course you want to be this like why wouldn't you want to be this person kind of thing yeah she's two-dimensional what do you mean she has more to her yeah exactly and the whole thing with like her being married and dating uh someone like 10 years at least 10 years older than her when she was very young he groomed her too yeah mm. <laughs> he was like, i remember him saying in an interview like oh i i knew to kind of stay away from her like i was going through a divorce she was 18 she pursued me something like that i'm like really megan fox pursued you brian austin green take a look at yourself and take a look at her yeah like it you know what the other thing that bothers me about her is like how like how difficult the paparazzi is towards females like the fact remember the whole like we found out there was like that picture that she has like a toe thumb um, and she's like very so it's basically she has like a smaller thumb like her thumbnail is not that long so it's like a little bit stubby mm-hmm. um i don't want to insert a picture like that seems weird you can google it um <laughs> but because of that they were like oh wow megan fox isn't so perfect like look how ugly her thumb is and everything and like i remember all the guys in grade school like making fun of her like thumbs and going around and be like do you have a toe thumb do you have a toe thumb and like she's come out and said like she's very insecure about it too and like the fact that like the paparazzi like caught on to that and everyone was like talking about it making fun of her for it for this one small thing like have you seen her like do you see how attractive this woman is and like you got to bring her down why it's it's absolutely ridiculous to me anyways we kind of see like how the paparazzi treats women too like even today like with the whole megxit thing with prince harry Meghan markle going on beautiful Meghan markle decides to humble um to grace prince harry with her presence and the royal family comes into the family being super sweet trying to and keep in mind too she's like american she's not like super familiar with the royal family procedure a paparazzi british paparazzi specifically pounds her down super racist super horrible to her to the point where she tells harry like hey i like this is the lowest i've ever been in my life i i feel like i'm gonna kill myself or something it's so bad and beautiful prince harry finally decides to step down to help him out help out Meghan markle Go to the family to look for help. No one wants to help. It's ridiculous how women are treated. Yeah. They said that like someone in the family and they're unsure if it's Charles or William wrote a letter to like Prince Harry, like a very racist letter, basically like condemning uh, his wife and like his choice in a wife or something um, and being like, you've brought shame to the royal family, but they just don't, they haven't confirmed on like who it is. Oh my God. I mean, how do you feel about, like, Prince Harry coming out with documentaries and, like, kind of blasting the family? What's what's your opinion on that? I think it, like, I think it depends. I think it's, did, is Meghan Markle okay with it? Or, like. I think so. Okay. Like, if that's the case, I think, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's the royal family has been put on a pedestal for like so long and like they've been so set in their traditions and everything. And the fact that like if there's like racism and like uh, like, I don't know, elitism coming from this royal family, I think they should be exposed for it. Yeah. I yeah, I don't even know what the royal family does. Why is why is Canada involving them? Uh, Technically, we're like uh, we're owned by the crown ish by a figurehead but it's just like 
I don't know. Like, I th- like, yes, I think it's good. Um, I think like people should know about it, especially because it's like he saw it happen with his mother and then he <laughs> saw it happen again. Like seeing he's seeing it happen again with Megan as well. Like good for him for getting her out and like listening to her and believing her and everything. And like, I don't like, I don't know. I want to know his intentions, but I'll never be able to know. Like, is his intention to make money off of this or is his intention to actually be like, hey, like, the, my family's like really messed up and I feel like people should be talking about this. Maybe yeah. a bit of both. I'm hoping more the second one. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit torn sometimes when I see like Harry or Megan come out with documentaries about it because I'm like, okay, like, are we going to stop talking about them now? I don't care anymore. Like, why, why do they keep like wanting to talk about this? But I see them as like, maybe it's like getting revenge a little bit because like for years, I think Megan was just put on blast by like everyone and mm-hmm. no one said anything and i think this is like their way of trying to change the narrative a little bit great fantastic pr team by the way yeah <laughs> to harry and megan for getting these people back up literally zero to 100 um but yeah it's it's like a little bit insane i guess because they refer to the family as the firm right mm-hmm. super weird super weird no one's gonna talk about how weird that is <laughs> The firm um, is, yeah, super racist, ridiculous. Um, I, I, I don't understand why. why I mean, why? it, it kind of makes sense. Like, like the whole Prince Andrew situation, they kind of just, like, brush that under the rug, oh, too. Yeah. Uh, why are you going after Meghan Markle, who literally has not really done anything to your family? Why not? are we not going to the pedophile? Like, why are we not going after him? yeah priorities i get it we don't know the full story but i i remember like that clip it when megan markle was like so that story on oprah when megan markle said that there's a story came out where she had yelled at kate middleton but it turned out that kate had actually yelled at megan about like the color of her daughter's dress or something and at the time i was like oh this is weird to like be bringing out like really old news like move on but now i'm like wait like this is great for Megan actually because like now you see like for years Megan just kept silent the firm did nothing about this they were like willing to let Megan be like crucified they're like yeah yeah whatever you're like not white whatever we don't want you in the family we don't care about you but they had every power every ability they could to change the narrative in the media to correct things and they're like mm, nah thanks what do we really expect from like old people who are like all in their like 60s you know what's kind of funny? It's like they get mad at her so much for like not, not like bending to their rules, not like curtsying or do- doing the right hand gestures or whatever. But they're thinking being racist is okay. Like that's a perfectly polite thing to do. Curtsying, so not polite, so rude. How dare you? But let me be a racist real quick. Yeah. I, like maybe you just live such a sheltered life, like being royalty. Yeah. Like you're bound to be a little messed up. Maybe it's all like the incest blood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even Kate, though, like, come on. Well, she was she's from a pretty wealthy family, too. Yeah, that's fair. But like, you know, you expect it. You expect it from the firm, but you don't really expect it from like the outsiders, you know? Yeah. Can't trust pretty people. Yeah. <laughs> this episode has been really like a hate, hate men. <laughs> we no we can we are also hating on women as well (laughs) we're we're equal anytime there's injustice we will be there yeah who's the head of the firm queen elizabeth yeah boo boo her i mean harry said he's in pretty good communication with her i don't love her sons so yeah i don't love that she supports her sons i think i was watching the crown and i think she said prince andrew was her favorite or like uh yeah, I think Prince Andrew was the favorite. What? Yeah. What did you think? Prince no. Andrew's the second one, right? Or the youngest one. Oh. I don't remember, but that's pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, oh Elizabeth. Oh, Liz, how could you do this? But maybe that's changed. Maybe. I don't think she should have a favorite. All her kids seem equally shitty. One yeah. is just shittier than the other. <laughs> uh i mean i think all parents have favorites though 
what were you saying? Oh, um, I said, I wonder if her kids like bow to her when they see her, like if it's like formals. You came out of me. Now you have to bow to me. Yeah, like uh, like imagine what you go through with like your mother. But like think uh, like think about if your mother was like the queen. I don't see it in shows where like the kids bow to their parent. You see it or you don't? I don't see it. I do see it. Really? Yeah. Go watch The Crown. Tell me if you notice anything. <laughs> even at a young age? Not. Yeah, I think even at a young age. Damn. But, Sorry to the firm. Yeah. Anyways, um, going on to the whole like hating women thing because like we gotta we gotta make sure we're equal, equal opportunistic people. Uh, Ella DeGeneres. This kind of happened, I think, in 2020, where it was like in the middle of the pandemic, where a group of employees um, came out saying they, that they feared racism and and they experienced intimidation while working for her talk show. Um, and then three of her show's producers were actually accused of sexual misconduct. And before this all happened, Ellen always had the whole, like, how wholesome, first openly, like, gay talk show host and everything. And, like she's so happy and everything you know she like dances and everything she's like we even went to her set like when we were in LA like two years ago like it was cool like everything about her was like just you know like she's just a white lady with who happens to be a lesbian yeah the whole thing was like be kind yeah exactly and you know behind the scenes it doesn't seem like she's all that kind because like even across the internet like these aren't the only people like all the stories you hear from people who worked for her or know people that have like worked for her are all saying like she's a shitty person like she's a very shitty person where she would constantly like berate you like abuse people like even the celebrities on the show like she goes out of her way to, like scare them and everything and like there's been times where people have been like oh i don't want to talk about this on the show but then she'll find a way to bring it up so like she'll get more like views and stuff and everything like it's just overall like very shitty and when you have shittiness at the top it propels down to like the other levels so like the producers and everything with like sexual misconduct like are we that surprised if Ellen DeGeneres is at the top like and perpetuating this like terribleness no we're not it sucks but it just gives these people like more power to do shitty things yeah I think like when it came out that it, she was so shitty like maybe I wonder if it was like her PR team like in the background like hey our marketing thing is going to be be kind you're going to be like the nicest person alive. And they would have jokes about it too, where she would go on Jimmy Kimmel and they'd have like a nice battle or something. And like her whole thing was kind of like Oprah Winfrey in a way where she just give people free things all the time. Talk about how like all the free stuff she does, how like caring and sweet she is to animals. And then it turns out she's way nicer to animals than she is to humans. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's a huge like fall from grace. And I don't know if this is true, but she, so she had said she's ending her show on the 19th season. And some, I think Sam Guthrie from the morning show or something was interviewing her and they're like, Hey, like, why not do an even 20? Um, and she was like, no, no, no. I think like 19 is a good place to end it. And then they were like, Oh, like, is there anything like you would go back in time to say to yourself, like what you would warn yourself about people. And she was, and I think Ellen swore and she was like, Oh, that people fucking suck. And it's like, Damn, Ellen, you're just like super bitter that like you got exposed like this. That's why you had to cancel the show. Yeah, because like she apologized at the start of the new season, but it was like a very non-apology apology where she didn't really accept fault for anything. And it didn't really seem like it was her fault. Like it was just more of like a like, oh, I'm just apologizing because I have to. And they I think they fired like three of the producers. Yeah. Um. But it kind of what I think alarmed me was that like so many people are friends with Ellen DeGeneres, like they're mm -hmm. so casual and stuff with her. And it's like, so you knew she was a shitty person or maybe like she hit it very well or something, but you guys are all like really good friends with her. Like, what does this mean to say like all of Hollywood is just shitty people? It could just be that or it could just be like because Ellen DeGeneres was like so popular and famous at like throughout the years it's like if you weren't friends with her like you would get blacklisted 
Mm, maybe. Or maybe it's just like that kind of goes back to that whole sheltered thing. Like when you're in Hollywood, like you don't know how to be like a normal person. Like normal is like relative because mm-hmm. like you're so rich and famous and stuff. Like the way that you would be nice to like me and you is very different. Maybe how like they would be nice to like a homeless person. Yeah. I think it really just like it it's part of it is like surroundings and part of it is just like maybe the people who are born into it were just really shitty. I mean like a lot of the powerful people in Hollywood have been exposed for being shitty or criminals. So I'm sure there are a lot more in hiding. Oh, 100%. Getting way better at hiding, but I'm really glad that we're kind of like taking a step forward and being more kind of mindful and i like to credit social media for this i know you're against social media but i think this is great i think yeah i would 100 credit social media i think like social media does do certain things well like they're i'm not gonna say like social media has no pot like net positives like nice. there are things that because of social media like everything's more documented and you can see more police brutality and we get to have more people like supporting us and like all that stuff like yeah of course i'm not gonna just because i don't use it i'm not gonna be like oh i hate social media has no benefits yeah yay yay for now now. (laughs) um but like it's the whole thing like once you have shitty powerful people at the top like you're gonna have other shitty people get born from the whole like from the same situation or you get blacklisted okay moving on to our game guess the celebrity we're essentially going to be playing a game like 20 questions but we're going to make it five questions and do guess the celebrity um so wanda and i are each going to choose a celebrity and then the other person will have to ask some questions and figure out who it is okay wanda we will start with you do you have your chosen celebrity? Does it have to be like a shitty celebrity or can it be like any celebrity? A celebrity. I'll figure it out. What Five you said? Or- any celebrity? Any celebrity. Okay. I preferably one that like I know. You know more celebrities than I do. I feel like I should be saying that to you. Okay, fair. Okay. Uh do you ask questions or do I, I ask Okay, okay. Okay. Ready. Okay, is this celebrity, um, is this celebrity sex, male or female? Male. Is this celebrity a singer, an actor, or just a influencer? Could say all of the above. How old is this celebrity? Oh. Like, don't actually look up their age, but tell me, like, how old you think they look. Oh, like, 20s to 30s? That could be anyone! Yeah, you told me not to look up the age. I don't know if you know celebrities okay. by ages, but okay. Okay. Have I had a crush on this celebrity? Mm, that depends. <laughs> Did you have a crush on, uh, what's his face? Um... The one from She's the Man. Uh, Channing Tatum? Yeah. Would you ca- count that as a crush? Mm, no, I just thought he was, like, good looking. Then, yeah, I, no. No. Yeah, I was going to ask this qu- uh, the last question, but I don't want to waste it. <laughs> Dude, are you going to ask, is it Channing Tatum? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what genre does this person usually play in movies? Comedy. Is it Noah Centineo? No. He sings? Oh. What genre do they sing? Um. Anything and everything, really. It really depends. Like, they're not a singer, per se. What? But they've but been in songs. Okay. I am going to guess um, Zac Efron. No, he. I would say Zac Efron is a singer. He's been in songs, but he's also a singer. Yes, like oh, like high- full time, like yeah, like high school musical. Uh, what 
when did they last release a song or movie? What was their latest project? Let's just say it was a trailer. Fuck. Who is it? It's Pete Davidson. Oh, singer? He is in a Machine Gun Kelly song and like a... In one of in his album, he's in it like he's in one of the songs. He's just talking, but he's in one of the songs. What? I literally guessed Zach Efron. You're like, no, 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 this person's a singer. And I was like, oh shit, okay. No, no, no. I said no, Zach Efron is not just in songs. Like he actually sings. Like he actually was like a singer. That's what you meant. Yeah. Um shit. Wasn't that hard? That was so hard. That was really hard. I don't think we're good at this game. Yeah, I also was trying to be as cryptic as possible because I couldn't be like, oh yeah, his last movie was The King of Staten Island. I should have known. should have known. You should have known. I should have. Very topical. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Let me know let me, when you're ready. Let me think real quick. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, what is one dividing feature of this person? Um, one defining? Only one? Uh, I guess um, their, their, their body? Oh. Their jawline? Is it, are they famous on TikTok? Oh, wait, no. no. Okay, yeah. Um, jawline, jawline, jawline. Who has a good jawline? It's like maybe not really jawline. I'm I swear to, if I look, at, if I look at this person, if I find out who it is, and I look at him like, are you You're serious? Not think the okay, I think it's like overall body. Okay, overall. Well, I think the jawline. Like he has a big jaw. I think. Oh, uh, <laughs> does he look like Billie Eilish? <laughs> <laughs> no um is it a male or a female it is a male yeah okay i assume so um that's four uh yes um what is their latest project like type i guess a trailer before that a movie okay uh, how old is this person? Like legit age? No, like just relative, I guess. I already guess. Uh, 30s to 40s. Okay. Uh, like late 40s? Where are they from in this world? Like their mother's uterus? No, like <laughs> country. Uh, America. God damn it. American with strong jawline in a movie i think you're gonna roast me after this you're gonna be like yes, i have a strong jawline maybe like a strong chin i don't i don't, I don't what know. is their genre of movies of just in general or i guess okay um, movies comedy and action comedy and action how recently have you talked about this person Excuse not me. recently oh fuck okay my guess is is it John Cena. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, let me see. Let me let me go look at his chin. It's like he I think like the jaw or the chin is what like what I looked at first. I mean, other than the hands, but like I I thought, I thought that'd be a dead giveaway. Oh, cuz he has tiny hands? No, because there's always a picture of him holding hands like that. Oh. <laughs> Should have said camouflage. I don't know. I don't like. I think has. Yeah, I think he has a good chin. I wouldn't say he has a strong jawline though. No, so I don't recall that. I will give you the the plus one for the body though. Well, I do. you like you got it though. I don't know how that was like a either. that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was so sure it was gonna be one of the people that you've talked about recently. That's funny. Wow, that's hard. I'm anyway, crowning think- myself the winner. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of you. Way to go. Thank you. I worked really hard. I, I spent all night studying celebrities in preparation for this episode. Okay. 
that was our game again clearly you can tell that i am the uh queen of the podcast games i win all the games i do not that is not true <laughs> i'm crowding myself but thanks for tuning in for another episode go like and follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube go like our whatever and follow us on social media uh tiktok instagram and twitter and tune in again next Thursday for another exciting episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.